0: hello good morning i realize i am doing a horrible job of keeping an updated log of my weekly notes regardless time to check in so i looked through my notes in my phone most of them are all personal for me um the ones i don't share uh, and, and about personal for me I mean like you know like I have notes on athletes on issues they have and uh possible avenues to go down to help with solution provide solutions um and then some notes from calls on I mean maybe it'd be coy. Cool, you know I guess I sh- It don't matter if I share this one but um you know one of these that I tend to keep to myself or for myself as far as I don't share them is uh I spoke with one of my friends who's a cinematographer and I'm doing a whole lot of behind the scenes work in preparation to launch a new youtube channel is for athletic foundations. In conjunction with that, I'm gonna revamp Coach D J Taylor, prepping for a relaunch of that channel. Um, you know, prior or previously, it was solely holding, we'll say mostly holding, ten second video clips for. Train Heroic, and now um, I use Bridge Athletic. So all those clips are still, you can go search them, um, and you'll find just 10-second snippets, snips, snips, snippets, whatever. I just stuttered. Okay, I actually just stuttered right there. (laughs) But 10-second clips of uh, movements. There's no there's no call to action, there's no, there's nothing, um, as far as audio, and sometimes it's just me standing there awkwardly watching, um, but yeah, that exists, there are lots of videos, hundreds of movements that I use, you know, within programming, and just over the years, hey, can you write me a program for this, can you write me a program for that, so all those exist, but, um, uh, know I talked to him in hopes to gain greater insight and deliver better content like actual videos Um, like how to's answer questions um, provide greater depth of insight within the why behind exercise selection equipment all that fun stuff Um, and then go go a little deeper into like, um, I just drew a blank. Wow, like I'm I just drew a blank uh, into the stories I I use to drive action and the the why behind my implementation, how I approach um, not just exercise selection but I mean, even from my warm up to my cool down. I talked I spoke with a coach yesterday on this on um you know, like you need to have everything backed up. Like I can literally speak to everything I do within a session. You know, and it's not just oh I got it all on the paper and we're at seventy five percent today with pulls or why are we at seventy five percent for pulls today? Like, I believe in elevating the athlete. How does that help elevate the athlete? What does that even mean? So, I have all that documented and uh, broken down. Whew. Digression. Um, so, yeah. He talked me through <laughs> the importance of cinematography and, and just delivering a great image. Uh, lighting is 75%. Glass is 20%. The camera is 5%. The main takeaway... One word to take away from our conversation. This was a two hour, 30 minute ish conversation. It was awesome. Love this guy. I mean, we had a great conversation, and it mostly all revolved around image. But the one word is depth. Got to create it. There are many ways to create it. And we talked through those, but one word depth. Um, So, yeah, that was. That note, uh, I have an intern for AFI and uh, AFI's Athletic Foundations. The eyes for Inc. Um, I have an intern. She will be active, more active, within two weeks as I work to. Really push out social media content, uh, information, and all that. She's going to help in that side-purposing and, and making sure everything is in line with um, our goals and values. We'll call her... No. won't even bring that one up. Um, oh, yeah. This Sunday... I will launch the Athletic Foundation's workshop series. So I will be presenting the inaugural workshop. It's on breathing. If you're interested in attending, please email dj at coachdjtaylor.com. And in the subject line, right breathing workshop i'll send you the link i'm going to do it virtually through zoom um i do feel like it will evolve beyond this but on the front end i'm going to use zoom as the platform and we'll record it there it will be awesome so again there's a breathing workshop this sunday i believe it's at 6 p.m central time if you're interested in attending the breathing workshop, send an email to dj at coachdjtaylor.com with "breathing workshop" in the subject line. Yep. So that's happening. Uh, in preparation for that, I've you know just working on getting everything in line. Um, so far, so great. So far so great. That's what today is about, cleaning up some things and then I'll do a dry run on tomorrow. Make sure I have everything lined up ready to go. Maybe refine a little bit on Saturday and we're going. We're rolling. Saturday we'll be ready. But uh yeah, today I'm I'm excited. I'm really excited. I love sharing the skill of breathing with everybody. Um If you hear this, you're not an athlete, come on join us. It'll be a great time. Uh, Change your life. (laughs) Guaranteed. No money back. Um, Yeah. And the notes I have, tangible, those are all digital. Digital. Goodness gracious, DJ. I worked out this morning. Got a great pump. Caffeine is needed for today. (laughs) Uh, I'm eight days in a row training myself, like, pretty aggressively, um, shoot, and I'm, I'm filling eight days in right now, but, uh, yeah, okay, back to the, at hand, so, yeah, not the tangible, but my written notes, whoo-wee, uh, a part of Athletic Foundations is the coaching program, it's not all about athletes, all right, coaches matter. Most of the work we do is geared toward the athlete and serving the athlete, but I serve the coaching population as well, and I have a coach one coach on board it right now in program um, We're past the midpoint is is rolling along and you know it's me filling in questions weekly, so on the front end we meet once a week deep dive into the program curriculum which is up on Teachable. Uh, we start with the mental performance mastery curriculum and we roll through that along with the behavior change curriculum. The behavior change curriculum curriculum is not yet up on Teachable. It will be soon um, before holiday season. Those two align very well and Driving reflection and in driving actionable steps toward attaining your career goal, life goal, or sporting goal any goal. All right, um, we reverse engineer from where you currently see, not necessarily your endpoint, but maybe your career pinnacle. I guess would be a, a good way to put that. So p- pinnacle of your career. And then we reverse engineer the years leading up to that. The months, the days, and the habits. And it all comes down to those habits. We build out the habits that you need to be successful in your day-to-day, which leads to weeks, which leads to months, years. Decades even, and uh, then you get to your pinnacle. So met with a coach um, last week. Okay, week prior. Sorry, uh, I gave him Joe Maxwell's Twenty One Laws of Irrefutable Leadership Evaluation. I really like this because. As coaches, we are leaders, whether you want to accept it or not, whether you believe it or not, you are a leader if you are a coach. You are looked up to, you are expected to set a standard. If you set a poor standard, your team will follow. If you set an awesome standard, a standard of excellence, and you uphold it, your team will follow. You will attract excellent individuals or individuals who are seeking excellence they may not start there most people don't let's be honest most people suck but if you give them the skills or teach them the skills and you hold them accountable they will strive toward excellence okay so it's important to know the areas in which you are well versed the ones where you're okay and then where you suck okay if you know where you're awesome like hey I got this down we can identify it and we can say hey look let's acknowledge it let's use it in your day to day I need you to focus on using this how can you use these attributes more daily they will generate a greater degree of impact for you if you Learn to implement them in your day to day. Weave them into your actions. Then we look at where you're okay, and this is where we're going to spend the most time. Because if we're grading on a scale, we um, Maxwell uses a scale zero, one, two, three. Zero is never, one rarely, two occasionally, three always, and you know it has some some. Um, Do you do this? Do you do this? Do you do this? Never, rarely, occasionally, always. So you grade yourself, and then by that grade, I think it's out of twelve, nine, nine. I think it's the highest score. Um, Nine or yeah, nine or twelve. I forget. I think it's four questions per. It'll be twelve. But. Based off of your grade, you're either, your category is either high, okay, or low. So what's awesome about it, where you grade high, the categories you grade high in, you you do bring acknowledgement to it and you work to weave those into your, your daily actions more effectively or just like with more frequency. Where you are in the middle Those are the ones you attack to level up. So let's say, where is it at? Give me one second. I'm going to pull this up so I can speak to it specifically. The grading. So there are three questions. So the highest is 9. Your highest grade could be a 9. So 8 to 9 is your strength zone. 5 to 7 is your target growth zone. And then 0 to 4 is a weakness. So let's say you grade out a 7 in three categories. Well, those are the categories you attack aggressively for growth. Because you only need one point in each of those respectively, to make them strengths. So if you have, if you can level those up and make them strengths, that helps with your believability, you grow your believability. Now, you have a potential to be more impactful. If you focus on your weaknesses, which is what we all tend to do, it's like, oh, well, I suck at this, let me get better at that. If you grade out a 3 or even a 4, okay, let's say you grade out a 4, so it's at the high end of the weakness spectrum. If you level that up one point, now it's a growth target. If you level that up two points, it's still a growth target. Three is still a growth target, four is still a growth target. So you have a lot of work to do to make that a strength. It doesn't mean you forget about them, it just means that's not an efficient usage of your time. Whereas, mostly if you're leveling up your growth targets, where you graded five to seven, making them strengths, those bring your weaknesses up a few points along the way. And so, what I show this coach is one where he's borderline. So, where he's grading out a seven out of nine. So, that seven shows that he had four one, two, three, four. That's where I got the four from. He had four categories where he was uh that were that fell on his growth target they weren't strength but they fell on his growth target and we went back through and i you know hit him hard i'm like hey look are these actually growth like at the seven borderline or are they a five or even a four did you grade these correctly and we went through each question all 21 or all 21 categories went through each of them each of the laws And, you know, I hit him hard with them, like, to make sure that he graded them correctly from the right lens, right perspective, and it adds up. They did. They checked out really well. He did a great job. Um, And so we came up with these four growth targets. We walked through them to see where he or how he can level them up. And within one session one of them actually graded better just by giving him a little perspective now does that stick is the next question does it stick so i'll give him a few weeks maybe a couple months and i'll throw this back at him and grade him again and we'll see does it stick you know i think it will just due to what it was uh it, it was literally a way he was okay the lens he was looking through was really myopic we opened that up and there was an aha moment and it's something he can practice daily to keep that aha to reinforce it so now it's a habit Um, but anyway work through that Uh, and then another challenge if you are in a leadership position Read stories, listen to stories, great stories, because through stories, we can drive action. And you want to, like, okay, it's great to have your life story, but how many times can you tell your life story and it have the same impact? When people can quote your life story verbatim, it's time to switch it up. Like, it's beyond time to switch it up. You're losing the ability to influence and impact through your life story, which is not good. So, listen to other people's stories. Listen to, you know, fictional stories. Learn to tell fictional stories. You know, proceed with, hey, this is a fictional story, but it gives a great illustration of... X action, X implementation, you know, or, Hey, look, this isn't my story, but a a colleague of mine, a friend of mine, someone close to me, this is what happened to them. Boom, 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 boom. Tell the story because as people were social beings and we love stories. If you can learn to tell stories and to engage people, your influence goes up. Uh, da, 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 da. Yeah, we spoke on that. And we did. Uh, oh, this was cool with him. I did a communication illustration. uh, it Essentially, broke it down to him that even though, you know we can text people we can call people right now that doesn't mean that you actually have their attention or you're in their line of sight so if you're familiar with like radio frequencies or just like frequencies in general that are sent out through the ether if you have uh, the better the line of sight so let's say you have here's a story or here's an illustration you have two mountains In between the mountains is a valley. You put a radio tower on the mountain on the left, you put a radio tower on the mountain on the right. There are no obstructions to the signal sent. Well if you're in the valley, which is where I drew him, and you're trying to communicate to the radio tower on the left. So up on the mountain, you're in the valley, you're trying to communicate to the radio tower up on the left, your signal will be blocked by the mountain. So you have to improve your line of sight. All right. You can do that by either climbing the mountain on the left, standing right under it, sending the signal or climbing the mountain on the right until you get the right angle, send the signal. But from your current location, your signal will not be received. So when you're communicating with people, you can keep sending out communications, but if your line of sight is off, they won't hear you. They're listening, but they're not hearing. They're looking. But they're not seeing and that's because you're out of their line of sight so what we talked about is like hey look it takes a lot of hard work on your part to improve your line of sight sometimes but you can't stop if it's important in again coming back to reflection reflecting am i in their line of sight no okay how do i improve my position so that i am in their line of sight and we talked through that illustration it was like stair steps and then there's a throne and all this stuff it's pretty cool uh (laughs) still using the mountain analogy like he's still in the valley but i drew stairs to get up you know and showed that he stacks boulders and it takes a lot of boulders to get to that first step the first step was really high stacks boulders stacked enough boulders to get up there it's like now you're you're tired you feel like you did enough right this is where you stopped where you should have you know gone cut down some trees and built a box you know so now you stack boulders stacked a box then you made a ladder out of the branches and now you have a three-tier deal and you're in the line of sight but that took a lot of work And maybe, maybe even after that, you don't have the best reception. So it's like, yeah, I kind of hear you. And the, the person you're trying to communicate with, their action doesn't align with what you said. And so you got to, you know, take further action to align yourself better. You you have to be relentless in communication. Uh, you want to make sure it's understood. Otherwise... You're leaving it up to assumptions. And I told him this is the only word I know how to spell <laughs> without checking Google because assumption or assume you have as line you line me. So if you assume you make an ass of you and me. I forget I think a teacher showed me that. And to this day I haven't spelled assume wrong. Haha <laughs> since. I think that was that was the last note. Yeah, that was a fun. Oh, ooh, no, it's not, because yesterday, haha. Yesterday we met, so that was uh, two weeks ago. He we took the survey last week. We did a deep dive. He did the valuation, and we did a deep dive last week. This week, yesterday, we talked about reflection and the practice of reflection and how to this is the whole tangent I went on in the beginning about being able to speak toward every implementation you have from your welcoming of the athlete to what they do after that and what you do after that to um, your warm up the whys behind x and x movements when and why you implement X and X, uh, to your, you know, preparation period to your, you know, your training blocks to your cool down and your send off and how you send the athletes off and what you do between that and we've been talking to how you derive strength adaptations, power adaptations, um, When it comes to conditioning, your work rest ratios and rates, you know, when do you call it? What are you looking at or gauging as far as athlete response when you're working through a conditioning program to ensure athlete health and safety? Uh, And, you know, we talked about that and then how, you know, a lot of that is derived from not only the empirical like, that's great. Like, yeah, I, I have article on article to back up implementations and selection of equipment and all this stuff. You know, that that goes a long way in getting budgets cleared. Um, but uh, we went back to why do you coach? And one exercise I, I, I did in grad work is... You start with, uh, your, well, this is how I told him, we're going to approach it outside of this is start with the, uh, life event that you remember at your youngest age, and then construct your life, like write it out, uh, to this point. So you'll cover that life event. You remember youngest age life event. Okay. Got that. Write that down, write it out. Uh, and in as clear detail as you can. Then from there, you'll do your call ed- elementary age, talk to, through school, family, uh, and sport. And then middle school age, same school, family, sport. And then uh, high school, school, family, sport. Maybe job if you have one. Um, what am I looking at? Oh, I forgot, Uh, social, Uh, that that comes about middle school, and in high school, and then college, school, family, sport, if you continued, social, job, I think that's it, and then outside of college, as you enter the career field, if you're in your career field, then you'll speak more to that, but uh, school... uh, Postgraduate work, if you're you're doing that, school, family, uh, if you continue, to support, sport, School, if you're continuing, postgrad, and then uh, social, and career, job or career. And if you're beyond that, then job or career, like it's the same. So you write those down and you write them out in as great a detail as you can, and then you share it with somebody and you have them read it and critique it yeah (laughs) it's a a really powerful exercise honestly it it helps you get down to a lot of why's, and you kind of get you get that opportunity to reflect and then you are challenged to share your life um so yeah that's fun fun exercise then from there we will define his um Wow, drill blank. Where's the caffeine? We'll define the whys behind his coaching, like why he coaches, uh, and create his mission statement. MVP, mission, vision, purpose. And uh, so we'll do mission, statement, vision, statement, and then purpose. And that all precedes his um, autobiography. So yeah, that'll be fun over the next... I think well, it'll take about three weeks to get all that hammered out, maybe four. And what's that? I'm trying to think what week is he on. We're almost there. We're almost there. I've seen a lot of growth out of him, you know, when I step back and look. There's still a lot of growth needed, but he's on the trajectory. And that's why you have this program. Uh, That's why athletic foundations exist, is to help with, is to help the athletic community through providing the resources needed to develop the skills to grow. Yeah, you should be up to speed now.